we're going to crush it because we're the best damn dental team. <laughs> this is the Coleman Associate Innovation Podcast. Innovation? Yeah, innovation. New, original, and creative. This podcast is designed to challenge the way you think about how healthcare is delivered. Ladies and gentlemen, the captain has turned on the fasten seatbelt sign. If you haven't already done so, please take your seat and fasten your seatbelt. Welcome to the Coleman Associates Innovation Podcast, the podcast that brings innovations and best practices in healthcare to your podcasting app. I'm Adrian, your host, and today I'm excited to bring you our first ever dental team that we're interviewing for the podcast. I have to tell you that this team has decided to name themselves the best damn dental team. Mm -hmm. So if that doesn't get you excited for this episode, I don't know what will. Just as a note, we recorded this episode in April of 2022, which will be relevant when you hear about some of the third next available appointment reductions. So without further ado, can you all introduce yourselves and tell me a little bit about what you do? Okay. My name is Lindsay Sherrill. I am the dental hygienist here at Affinity Health Center in Rock Hill, South Carolina. My name is Sandra McCammon, and I'm the dental assistant here. And I'm Dr. Susan Collins. I'm the dentist here. Let me ask first, because I'm sure this is what's on our listeners' mind. Is there only three of you? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Every now and then we will have a second assistant, but it's been the three of us. And so just from my understanding, part of that is you are a smaller department because you've gotten started more recently, like around the time that COVID started. Is that right? Yes. Affinity Health Center has had dental services for about six years all together. The first three dental was only offered on Friday. About three years ago, when Affinity built their new facility, they decided to expand dental services, and that's when we've been offering it five days a week. Got it. And then the other thing that's kind of going on is uh, you, like everyone else in the world, are struggling to hire. Is that a fair assessment? Yes. Very fair. (laughs) (laughs) So I think uh, you are in similar shoes as many of our listeners are going to be in. You know I love starting with data. Is there any data you all want to brag about? I think one of the biggest changes that we have made since working with Adrian is being a little more purposeful with our tracking. Because when we're in the day-to-day throes of the busyness, you know, we can feel like, man, we must have seen 10,000 patients today. But to see it reflected in numbers is reassuring that we are like busting it. We did start incorporating a software called Care Message that lets us text our patients and then text us back. So before we had that, our average no-show rate for our hygiene schedule was 40% and our average patient per hour was 0.83. And the dental, Dr. Collins' schedule, her no-show rate was 25 and her average patient per hour was 1.2. So we've had care message since middle of December and the hygiene no-show rate has gone down from a 40 to 29%. And our average patient per hour has gone up to 0.9. And then Dr. Collins' no-show rate has gone down to 22%. And her average patient per hour has stayed the same. It's gone down a little bit, but there's only one assistant, which has a big role in us not 
scheduling as many patients on her schedule. So it's been fun for us to kind of see this changes happening with real data. Right. Just so that our listeners know not to rub salt in the wound, but essentially while we were working on this process, one of your other dental assistants left. And so that's why there has been some dip in productivity there. True. Now, I know we got last week, we got some pretty exciting news about missed opportunities. Do you want to share some of that information? Dr. Collins' schedule for the past three weeks only had five missed opportunities. Woo-woo! That's awesome. That's where most of the standby patients or the medical walkovers we have from our medical clinic usually go because usually patients on her schedule are more pain driven than they are, you know, wanting to come in for their hygiene appointments. But if I'm available, you know, I will go in, take x-rays, do as much as I can, you know, to get the patient prepped for Dr. Collins. So we've been able to kind of help our schedule with having those standbys and the medical patients walking over from clinic. Absolutely. So the other thing that I just wanted to make sure I highlighted about you all is the work that we've been doing around third next available appointment. Could you do me a favor? And I'm looking at you in particular, Lindsay, could you describe to me how you felt when we first started talking about your third next available. I was like, this lady is crazy. (laughs) I was like, our schedule is nuts. And, you know, we, I think sometimes take it personally and it has nothing to do with us, but you know, that no show rate hangs so heavy over us and it's increased my productivity as far as When I first was hired, I was seeing one patient every hour. And since our no-show rate was so high, it changed to one patient every 45 minutes to kind of help level off the no-show rate, which is hard when they all show up. So (laughs) while I want them all to come, I'm also like, oh my gosh, she wants us to do all this on top of our already packed schedule. But since working with her... It has calmed and it hasn't been as much because we have a very like, well, if you're going to give us a goal, we're going to crush it because we're the best damn dental team. (laughs) But it's been slow, but it's gotten a lot better. Our third next available, like when we first started November 18th of 2021, my third next available was 267 days you know, it's slowly trending down. So right now we're at 232. I mean, and that's a whole month. So even though it does seem kind of crazy, and yes, I am booked out until October, (laughs) it's nice knowing that we are making steps in the right direction and these changes aren't going to happen overnight, but it's about building the right habits to see those changes through. The thing that I've been the most impressed with all of you all is that we've continued to see your third next available go down, even though it's been incremental, even though you've lost staff members. And there have been all of these challenges around COVID, not to mention how many people ended up in the backlog because of COVID in the first place. That was one, you know, big takeaway when we started doing deeper dives into the no-show rates. Like, well, this appointment for this patient was made seven months ago. Of course, they're going to forget or they've moved or they've gone and sought treatment from somewhere else. And I don't blame them. Like, could you imagine going somewhere and say, well, our first opening's in November of 2022. You'd be like, see ya. (laughs) So I know we talked a bit about 
Care Message. So just for our listeners say, Care Message is a platform that allows for two-way texting between patients and the staff members. You can also do campaigns to patients. Mm-hmm. And basically everybody can see what text messages are going out. So if Sandra sends a text message, Lindsay can respond and vice versa so that we can kind of stay on top of that communication. It is very different from a robo text because it's something where patients can actually respond and, you know, give you more information that they might need to. I think we've talked about, we're pretty big fans of putting like emojis and things like that in there to make it a little bit more personal. So I know that I've explained to you all that Coleman Associates does not specifically endorse any product just because we don't use it on our side, but Care Messages is a great example of a product that can provide this two-way texting functionality. What is your all's pitch for why people should try two-way texting instead of just robo-texting? So it's the convenience of it kind of being like a constant open line. Mm -hmm. So like, for example, in the morning when I come in, I can send out reminder texts for patients' appointments that day. And then I usually try to do, you know, one or two days ahead in advance. And then it's not like being on the phone and having to wait for a response. Like if we get busy, I can go and assist Dr. Collins or do the work that we need to do and come back and see the responses. I can see, you know, oh, well, this patient said they can't come or, you know, whether they're confirming. It's just easier. To use because mm-hmm. it's a constant open line. What responses do you get from patients? Do they seem to like it? I think they love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a lot of times they will even text us if we haven't texted them at all. Like we haven't heard from them in a week and we'll get a random text. I'm having a toothache. Mm-hmm. Can I come in? Mm-hmm. Or my cleaning's in, you know, next month and I need to reschedule it. Mm-hmm. And it's just easier because neither the patient or us as the staff have to wait on a response right there in real time. Right. It can be that asynchronous communication. I think another thing that we have changed since working with you is how we frame the questions to patients. So instead of saying like, well, I'm just, you know, confirming this appointment where we'll say, does this time still work for you? Because it kind of puts some ownership on the patient rather than it being just like, a yes or no in a way. Yes. Sometimes they'll say, yep, great. See you there. And sometimes they'll say no, but what about this day? With us sending those text messages out several days in advance, it lets us know where we have those openings in our schedule, where if we had to sit and call everybody and then we had to wait for voicemails or wait for them to call back, we wouldn't know about those openings. And that has been almost better than the confirmations is when people say they're not coming so that we know we have those open places in our schedule. Yeah, I've definitely seen how you've been able to amp up communication between you and your patients. But you all also do a really good job of communicating between the front desk and amongst yourselves using your walkie talkies. Can you tell us a little bit about how that works for you? Walkie talkies were new when we started full time and I was a little bit like skeptical about it just because I didn't know when I was going to use it because 90% of the time your hands are in gloves and they're dirty and you can't touch things. So it took some getting used to, but I really like it. You know, the when patients check in up front, the ladies will, you know, let us know eight o'clock a patient is here and then we're able to let them know, you know, exactly when we're ready for them to come back. And then just, it's really helpful in other different situations. Like sometimes they'll get calls from dental patients and they'll be able to walk us 
I have a phone call. Can you take it? So it's a really good communication piece to kind of keep us all connected Mm -hmm. with what's going on. Yeah, it is nice too, because so we have a designated channel that dental and dental check-in is on, but the medical team are on a different channel. So say for instance, we're doing A1C checks on our patients. And if they're a newly diagnosed patient with diabetes, you know, while I know things about it, I'm not the one that needs to come in and say, oh, you should probably be on insulin. (laughs) So we can walkie a nurse or our community health worker to come in and either move the patient to a different part of the clinic or, you know, have the conversation here in dental. But it's just quick instead of running across the hall, trying to find somebody for that. It is very nice. Do you want to describe what you're doing with the tickler system, Lindsay? Yeah. So for my hygiene patients, normal Recalls is about every six months. Some people we bring back in three, some people in four, but the majority of our patients I schedule every six months. And that's, you know, at the end or beginning, whenever I have an opportunity, I ask them, you know, when's a good day of the week, time of day? Do you want me to schedule this appointment? And most of the time, people are used to being like, yeah, sure, go ahead. And, you know, there's funny memes on the internet that's like <laughs> the front desk at the dental office will ask you, what are you doing on a Tuesday and six months from now? And you're like, I don't know. <laughs> but that's just how it's always been done at dentist offices, you know, in private practice. That's how you make your next appointment. And like we were talking about earlier, when you make those appointments so far out in advance, stuff comes up or you forget. I mean, so we have been trying a new kind of approach where I'll say, hey, we are trying a new system where we reach out to you a little bit closer. So we're working on kind of creating a list of the patients that I have not scheduled for recalls, but will need to be seen in six months. And the intention there is just that we know that folks, like you mentioned earlier, that schedule way far out like that, they tend to either be missed opportunities or you have to spend a lot of energy rescheduling them at least Mm -hmm. once. And so just trying to loosen up the the tightness on the schedule there so that we can see, so we don't have to do so much work around missed opportunities in the future. Mm -hmm. What advice would you have for our listeners? And I kind of want to ask it in two two parts is what advice would you have for our listeners who are working on a dental team? And then what advice would you have for our listeners that are on a medical team that they might not know about dental? Try to be a little open to different suggestions or maybe changing the way you do things because, you know, everybody has heard that saying just because it's always been done like that doesn't mean it has to keep going. And especially if it's not working. Our philosophy over here is if their complaint in medical is a dental issue, that they get to come walk right over. I think that's important so that we don't get into the routine of the medical prescribes antibiotics and pain medicine. I think it's very helpful for the patient, not always the best thing for us, but (laughs) I feel like if we can get them over to dental. We're here for you. We try to make it as fun as possible. You know, it's a dentist's office still, but we have a good time. Because we're the best damn dental uh-huh. team. Uh-huh. It's true. Yeah. I don't think I can top that. I agree. You all are the best damn dental team. And thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us. Mm-hmm. I also want to thank Anita and Heather just for making this episode possible. Mm-hmm. Um, we really appreciate your guys' helping us kind of understand DPI and dental and how it all fits together. I, so, can I say one more thing? Of course. 
I think too, like having the support of administration, Yes, you know, like they, they really do listen to what needs that we have. And, you know, because this is a large organization, like it doesn't necessarily happen overnight, but like they definitely, they want to do the right thing for us and the patient, you know, like we, dental is a huge demand for our yes. patients here. So we're, we're doing everything we can, but I think, you know, to have that support from Heather and Anita is, is great. We, we appreciate that. And, you know, we always enjoy when they pop back into dental and we can say, Hey, guess what? Or, you know, Anita will send us a Google review that we got. And, you know, it's nice. I think the dental clinic is a, a source of pride for, for them. Anita and Heather, I did not tell them to say that. Oh, that's <laughs> true. Listen to it's this. true. <laughs> so it's been fun. It's been fun. I use that word now. I did not use it when you first came, Adrian. You were not fun, <laughs> but now you're fun. <laughs> I'm definitely glad that the team thinks I'm fun now. And that so often happens when you're coaching is as folks start to produce results, everyone starts having a little bit more fun. Thanks so much to the Best Damn Dental team for sharing their wisdom with us. And thanks to Anita and Heather for making this episode possible. Make sure that you like and subscribe to the Coleman Associates Innovation Podcast so that you never miss an episode. If you or someone you know should be interviewed for an episode, shoot us an email at notify at colemanassociates.com or reach out to us on social media. To keep up with all the Chispa happenings, follow us on LinkedIn. Shout out to Jonathan at Bionic Squid for all of his podcasting help. And we'll see you next time. Oh, 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 oh,